Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Gay Side Stories, where the gay shit goes, and in my case, it goes to die, but that's okay. I am your host, Trillificent. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, quick reminder, everyone, to use the hashtag GaySidePod when you're tweeting or posting about the show. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. And without any further ado, I'm going to introduce my guest. Actually, I'm going to let him introduce himself. It's a new guest. And take it away. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Lawrence. Um, I'm here to talk about yoga and geek shit. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get right yeah. to the point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm from D.C., grew up here. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to enjoy myself. Ready to dive in. Ready to dive in. So let me give the disclaimer now that, yes, there will be spoilers in this episode. But as you should be able to see in the show notes, you can see the exact timestamps of when the spoilers, are, when that conversation is happening and when there will be spoilers. So if you want to skip it and come back and listen to it later, feel free to do that. Um, yeah. So. We're going to get right into it. So the first segment, the School and Life segment. We're going to switch it up a little bit. And instead of doing the usual back and forth of how we got through our weeks, I actually want to use this time to have you talk about your yoga journey a little bit and your future plans and any advice you have for people looking into yoga. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, uh, yoga is a, an amazing practice. And I guess going back to uh, when I started, I, I started early last year, early 2017, um, started out doing some uh, videos online, Yoga with Adrian, who's awesome. She has this 30-day challenge every January where she challenges you to do yoga for 30 days. I knew that my schedule wouldn't allow for that to happen. Um, so I just like set my own schedule say so I'll do three of these a week and I'll be good to go so it took me a little longer than 30 days but uh, I started there um, and at the time it was just like trying something new like it was like oh you know it's a new year new me you know how that that goes and I was like let's do something new I've tried um, the diet and the workout stuff but let's try yoga because it's something I'm kind of interested in so I started with that completed it um, sometime in February like mid-February um, and, you know, I was like, okay, this is fun. I saw a little bit of changes in my body, you know, um, and I was like, all right, cool. So one of my friends went to teacher training last year. She invited to one of her classes. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like I've been doing online stuff. It's been, um, just 30 minute classes. I don't know if I can get in this one, survive for an hour in class, <laughs> two, be in a class with the people. Like, that's just like, I've been practicing my underwear all the time. Like, am I, the only thing, only person who sees me is my cat, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, oh, there's a lot of trepidation and a lot of, like, anxiety around it, but she was very welcoming, you know? She was, her mission is to bring more people of color and people outside of what we see as yoga mm -hmm. onto the mat. So uh, she helped me get over that fear, really, in a, in a good way. So I started practicing with her a few times, and you know, by August of last year, I found my home studio, and uh, who my my teacher, who is now my mentor, um, 
you know, and it, it's just snowball from there. But uh, I think I was, you know, at first, like I said, I was led to the practice because I wanted to try something new. But upon looking further and through practicing, I've discovered that I was really operating in 2016 on a primal level uh, that was um, only for satisfying certain needs, like the base level of things I need done, you know, um, making sure I work to, to put food on the table and pay the bills like that, you know, drink and whatever like that. But it wasn't anything substantial that I was getting out of it, and it created a void. So I, I think I was initially, while I did practice to start, you know, just something new, it wasn't a calling in me to try this and bring brought to yoga. And since then, my life is like, Whew, like changed so much <laughs> so much yeah so yeah snatch my edges <laughs> yeah that's that's interesting so um what are your future plans well um so from uh, yeah future plans are to teach more so from i guess the first part was just you know before like just the you know pro prologue prelude whatever uh, to the real story because once i found my yoga home at bhakti yoga dc um i really got into practice more so before i was going like to class maybe once or twice a week you know just here and there because i was like trying to keep up now mentor was like you know if you really want to you know dive into it you need to come to class three times a week and i was like what that's too much but i found time to come and since then you know i just dove deeper into it um, and like I said, it changed my life around. I quit my job um, at the end of last year and uh, just came back from India last month for my teacher training. So like certified teacher, uh, I'm also managing a studio that's my home now. So like life has changed and opened up for me in a way that's amazing. It's all owed to the practice, like everything that has come to fruition and where I am right now this day is dedicated and just a gift from the practice. So um yeah, as far as future plans, I want to teach more. I want to teach more and invite more people of color, black men, black gay men, black women, trans uh, gender individuals, you know, any peop- anybody that feels that they are not welcome. Because, you know, let's be, <laughs> like, let's be honest, like, most of the time you go to cl- a yoga class, there's nothing but white women there. You know, I've been in classes where I'm the only black person in the class. So I'm only, and sometimes only male in class. Um, you know, it, I want to bring more people to, to the practice because it's it's an amazing practice. And I think if more people practice, life will be a little easier. Not a little. I think it will be a lot easier for a lot of people. Okay. So to wrap that up, what advice do you have for anyone looking into yoga, i.e. me? <laughs> well, um, I think what needs to happen definitely is just to do, find what feels comfortable for you. You know, maybe classes out in the city or your part of the town aren't aren't for you you don't need to do a class maybe you just starting at home and developing a strong home practice can help out um find what feels good for you that's i think where you have to start for where you feel most comfortable you know there are special groups i know in dc we have several facebook groups dedicated to people of color so like if you feel like you know you want to deal with the microaggressions uh of you know what you deal with at work you know you can find a community and build or build one but find what works for you. And if you are pressing at home, press at home. You have a strong practice. If you're practicing in a studio or finding classes, there's so many classes, so many types of yoga. 
Final works for you. Maybe you like to go a little slower, or a little faster. Maybe you want to sweat all the time. Maybe you don't want to sweat. You know, they're different classes. Final works, and when you find it, you'll know it. And then go from there. You got it. And if you need tips or pointers, you know, I'm always around as I'm developing and strengthening my own practice. I'm here to, to teach um, and, and give pointers too. So, yeah. Cool, cool. So, yeah. um, I'll definitely be having some questions for you. Please do. And Please. shout out to my friend Mo. You heard her on a past episode when we talked about intersectionality. She's been trying to get me to try Bikram yoga with her for the longest, and I'm like, girl, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried Bikram yet. Uh, it's something on my list this year. Two things I want to do. <laughs> I want to do Bikram because it's hot. And people have been trying to tell about, talk about nude yoga. I'm like, I want to see what that's like just to see. But uh, oh. I'll probably do Bikram before I do nude yoga. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, find what works for you. And like, if you're doing Bikram, just know that room is really hot. So drink a lot of water and really focus on your breath. That's why I haven't done it yet because my breath still can use some tuning up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to work up to that. But yeah. I got you, girl, one of these Saturdays because I, I just saw on Instagram she's getting back into it herself. So ooh, ooh. that's interesting. And, you know, anybody out there that is into yoga, feel free to chime in and let the people know and i know kevin from the outline is big on yoga is yeah yeah pretty life-changing for him too from what i uh from what i could see so that's why i was really curious and i was excited Mm -hmm. to have you on the show so that i could actually poke your brain a little bit about it yeah definitely and like i say i'm uh i guess we'll give out uh social media handles later but like yeah yeah, we'll do that later and they'll be in the show notes so people will know where to find you yeah, but I mean, I'm here to help out and like get people to ask questions about it. You know, I think a lot of people have, um, <laughs> outside of like misconceptions, there are a lot of misconceptions about yoga. Um, one thing I commonly see, like, I guess the conservative religious right is saying yoga is devil worship and stuff like that. And it couldn't be further from the truth. But if if you're on that end of the spectrum, I still invite you to come try a class or just Listen. research mobile yoga. But even still, like, you know, what the benefits are, how it can help you out, or just, like, where to get started. I want to I wanna make yoga accessible for people who don't feel it's accessible for them. Um, and, like, get people on the mat. Like, you will be surprised what can happen when you just take that that time, be it 30 minutes, 15, an hour, 15, however long you're on the mat. You'd be surprised this consistent practice of what will change in your life. Yeah. I've done it before and I remember my body was screaming and I was Oh yeah. There's, it is, there's it's um, it's no small feat, especially if you are really committed to trying to do the stuff that you see or that yeah. you're instructed to do. Well, and, and so and on that note, like going back to what I said, find what feels comfortable, like, you know, I even have times so when I'm looking at Instagram and find these like posts like, dang, that is that person so has hips so open or man, I wish I can get that. And I, I I'm still developing my practice, but find what feels good for you. You don't want to push yourself to a point of ex- yeah. overexertion where you're like pulling muscles and tearing tendons and stuff like that. No, oh, no but no. there's a way you can access and adapt every yoga pose so that it works for you, so you can get the effects and the benefits of it. You know, it's not supposed to hurt. Well. You're supposed to feel some kind of, you know, not pain, but uh, it is supposed to make you a little sore. But if you to the point where, you know, you're aching every day, then it's you, something maybe you need some alignment may be off. Got it. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is very cool. I'm yeah. 
I've been very not surprised, but I've been happy to see so many initiatives to get more people of color into yoga. So shout out to you. And I will have an update for my yoga journey at some point. If I start, no, <laughs> no, you will I definitely like, will. I, I already yeah. have a mat and everything, so it's fine. It's coming your own time. It's yeah, good. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna move on to the come quick segment. I'm gonna come, sir. Oh yeah. There's a good. There's a good amount of things that we're gonna talk about, but not too too long. So first up, I want to announce. That I'm going to be doing a gay culture series on the show. Hashtag gay side culture. And basically I invite my listeners to send in about, you know, three minute or so soundbite of you explaining what gay culture is and what it means to you. And I'm going to take those and I'm going to feature them maybe one or two, depending on how many I get on an episode, just kind of pepper them in. And eventually I will have a whole show about it. So if you're interested, like I said, you can DM, you can send them to, you can call a voicemail and leave it there. Um, you can email all of that stuff and let me know you're interested. Let me hear your thoughts. Next up, um, the Y comic con in Baltimore. I wanted to highlight this because I thought that it was very amazing that the nerd community and I think more specifically the black nerd community was able to throw that con together in a week after the debacle that was Universal Fan Con. The fallout, the fallout. But yeah, yeah, everything has been crazy. That's that's a whole nother thing. But it's amazing to see like so many collaborative people like come together. And that's that's what community is about. Like, you know, people were rightfully upset and they use the channel that energy to bring something so wonderful um to people like it's it looking back at it, i'm ashamed that i didn't get to go but like you know yeah. <laughs> they made something in a week that you know it was been otherwise planned for for over a year so like yeah it's been like two two or three years but but it's amazing like shout out to everybody who was on top of that i don't know the people who were involved but like i saw the picture like yo that's that's fucking dope <laughs> yeah so um if you want to see and know more about it and the people that were in that were instrumental in bringing it to pass and people that went and see the cosplay and know about the panels and everything uh go ahead and check out the hashtag it's hashtag y comic con that's w-i-c-o-m-i-c-o-n and get your life next up um janelle monet mm-hmm. Yay. she has been in the you know first of all i'm i want to say that i'm happy that janelle monet has been around as long as she has Yo. because i remember when she first came out and when, no not when she first came out but when she signed to bad boy and everybody was like she signed it to bad boy oh shit oh, yeah and so shout out to her for still being here. She just released a new album called Dirty Computer. She mm-hmm. has come out as pansexual, which, you know, I know we all have jokes and he 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 ha about that, but <laughs> it's still in twenty eighteen it's still a big deal when mm-hmm. someone does that. And I think maybe even a little bit more so when it's a black woman because Oh, definitely. They're 
I don't need to get into how black women are viewed and how they're treated. So yeah. it's good to see a successful black woman put herself out there and really let her experience be something that she shares and mm-hmm. people can relate to it. And she doesn't mind being a beacon and being a kind of a leader for people yeah. who are struggling with their sexuality or are trying to find a place to fit in. So shout out to her on that. Uh, I listened to the album earlier today and I like it. It's, it's got a good feel to it. Have you listened to it? Um, I've listened to it in passing. Like I haven't sat down, like gone through. I've listened to like while I'm like doing you know, like run around a city, and there are certain songs that definitely stand out to me. Um, but like I said, I like you. I, I, it's definitely a feeling and vibe to it that I need to like sit back and enjoy and appreciate to like get all of it. I didn't even get to see the. No, she did like a featurette, like a video. Yeah, video and I, I haven't been able. I haven't watched that yet, but I will. Yeah. So yeah, she has a lot of for people who are familiar with the album. Some of my favorite tracks, uh, Crazy Classic Life. Um, one of her, I want to say, I don't know if it's a single, but she, it's definitely been out there. I've, I've seen it on her Instagram, Make Me Feel. That's the oh, song that's, that sounds yeah. like uh, Prince, Prince, like a Prince it dedication. Uh-huh. She really channeled him on that. So that's one of my favorite songs. Uh, she has a song called I Like That. Uh, a song called I Got the Juice featuring Pharrell that I like. She has a song called Take a Bite, and that's B-Y-T-E. Yeah, Yeah. it's closer to the beginning of the album. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the album, she has a song called Americans that I really liked because the lyrics were, they were there. You know, it's very fitting because it's, it's her view of what Americans are and what they do and this, this craziness of, of this country. So, Shout out to her. The album is dope. She's dope. She's been dope for a while. Yo, um, I remember her back from her Metropolis Suite yeah. One, Violet Stars, Happy Hunting. And that yeah. when I heard that song for the first time, I was like, oh, I'm in love. And she hasn't disappointed me yet. I know she's coming. She's on tour. Her tickets are on sale in D.C. Mm-hmm. I think this week. So I'm going to definitely be there seeing her. Like, I have to. Even... Like I just have to see her. She's an amazing artist. I'm so happy for her. Like you said, like coming out as pansexual is awesome. And you know, shout out to her. Yep, shout out to her. Um, on the flip side of that, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bill Cosby was found guilty <laughs> of three counts of aggregate. Ugh, I can't talk. Aggravated indecent assault for drugging and sexually assaulting a woman named Andrea Constant and his home in Philadelphia in 2004. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to talk about him and this conviction necessarily. My thought on that is pretty much what everybody's been a lot. Not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people have been posting on social media. And that is about the apologists and the, you know, everyone who has a defense for him and it's very, I'll, I'll be brief. And I want to say number one, shout out to Crystal because words mean things, words, (laughs) they mean things. And I would advise and challenge everyone to be very, very mindful of what you're saying 
and how it can be interpreted because coming out and saying the main thing that I've seen and I'm pretty sure you've seen the same is that white men like Weinstein and et cetera, et cetera. They, what about them? They didn't get, so it's unfair that the black man gets convicted and they haven't, et cetera, et cetera. And I get the, the mindset. It's the the legal system is not fair to black people. Yes. Mm -hmm. However, be mindful of what you're saying, because on the one hand you're saying that, but on the other it can be interpreted that you're saying he should not have to pay for his crime because white men who do the same or similar are not paying for their crimes. And I want you to really sit with that and understand that what you're saying is that you're okay with the man who has admitted to doing the things that he was accused of doing. He's admitted it's on, it's on record. It's on, you're okay with, with, him getting away with what he's done just because the punishment is unfair between black and white people. I want you to sit with that. And I I put this on my Facebook and it's amazing to me how many black people are okay with a black person harming other black people, black people, black women, women, you know, other marginalized, I would say marginalized groups because all you see is the disparity between black and white really sit with that and realize what you're saying, how it can be interpreted and who's looking at it because people are so reckless to say that stuff. You don't know who in your life may have gone through the exact same thing and they never said anything because they have people around them like you that would rather someone like Bill Cosby not have to pay for his crimes, regardless of his age and all the other factors that you throw up. No, he was not about to buy NBC or that is such a ridiculous thing. You realize how much money that would take. Anyway, I don't want to get into that, but I just want to, like I said, challenge people to be mindful of what it is that you're saying. However, if you on some free Cosby shit, you can go to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Like you said, people are just the people who lose are the women um, mm-hmm. who he violated, and then victims across the the world who see their relatives and loved ones or friends act out in this way and are pushed further into not coming forward with stuff. You know, exactly, exactly. nobody wants. That's a, it's a lot of courage to to speak the truth especially against a man, a man a man of power such as Cosby um so commend you know commending for for that and also to the victims out there who may not come forward you know strength to them but like yeah, it is reckless and it's like you said words mean things and what they're really saying is you know they'll take the 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 image of the black man over the words of Women. was it for us women <laughs> <laughs> it's been yeah it's a lot so multitude of women so it's more than one the logical the logic is is deeply flawed yeah but, it's faulty you know, <laughs> faulty it's filled with fallacies yeah uh so yeah like i said just be very mindful of that and be very careful because you you really don't know who has been through something and they just never said anything 
and you don't know how you're making them feel because you don't want Bill Cosby to have to pay for things that, again, that he's admitted to doing and that he was found guilty of doing. Like they didn't just, you know, I don't even want to get into the, I don't want to get into it. I just, like I said, I want to be mindful of that. And I saw something on Facebook. I don't know who, I don't know who it was that said it, but I'm going to repeat it (laughs) for everyone that is upset that a black man is the first to pay for it and blah, 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 bringing down the black man. The person was very quick to say, R. Kelly is still out here. (laughs) So, yeah. It, it, yeah we'll leave it at that we'll Ellie. leave it at that so the last thing in the come quick is I just want to have I just have two quick reminders because I've been seeing this a lot and I don't think people realize the gravity of the situation and that is transphobia kills mm. like there are people out here losing their life just because someone says I don't agree I don't think you should live the way that you decide to live. Mm-hmm. Homophobia kills. I know that we're seeing more trans people and it seems like gay people are all over TV and, and in the movies they're not, but there is a little bit more visibility. But on the, at the same time, you look at the news and there's still gay people being attacked and killed Yeah, just for being gay. We we see and, and it seems like every week there's a new story about a trans woman, usually a trans woman of color, usually a black trans woman yep, yep. being murdered. Like, do y'all understand? I want people to understand the life expectancy for trans women, black trans women, I believe, is what, 33, 33 to 35, I believe. That's ridiculous. You know? And you think it's it's not a big deal. I've seen multiple stories just in the past week of gay men being attacked by family members, being attacked out in public. Like, it's not all shits and giggles over here. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want I just want to people I just want people to be mindful that that those that hatred and even just the jokes. This is why people we're starting to get so up in arms about transphobic jokes and homophobic jokes it's not because people are too quote-unquote sensitive it's because jokes are usually rooted in truth and the people who believe that truth are the people who take action and while you think it's a joke i could go outside and if someone realizes i'm gay that could be it for me or like and i've said this before on the show someone could message me on grinder and I go to meet them and that's my demise. Yeah. So it's, it's a scary word out here and we need to protect, um, all members of the LGBTQ community. Absolutely. To our on the fringes like trans, um, trans women, black trans women. Um, so it, you know, it's, we gotta, we gotta love each other more and like really, like, like you say, sit down and think about what you're saying when you laugh at those jokes or when you make those jokes and how they affect people around you. Um, you know, exactly. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's not 1996 anymore. Back then, maybe that stuff was funny. We've all said problematic things. We didn't realize what we were saying. We know better. It's 2018. Yeah. We know better. The information's there. We can see the harmful effects that 
that kind of stuff has. It's not just jokes, mm-hmm. you know. So again, like I said, just a, a kind reminder: those things kill. Like people are still losing their lives out here. So let's do better. So on that oh, somber note, <laughs> we're gonna slide on into the spoiler section of the show. <laughs> It's what some of you probably are here for. And some of you are like, nope, I'm going to turn this podcast off now. And that's okay. We're going to talk about Infinity War. So uh, a friend of mine hooked me up and I was able to see it on Thursday I want to say, I don't know if that's opening night because it's like technically opens on Friday, but then they show it on third, whatever that's called. It still counts to open a weekend, so yes. <laughs> yes. And then I went to see it again on Friday because I needed, you know, I, I knew that we were going to be talking about it and I needed to see it twice mm-hmm. because I feel like the first time is for reactions and then the second time is to is for absorbing what you see. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So let's get into it. I'm excited about this conversation. <laughs> so first, what are your overall thoughts about the movie? Um, it was good. I think it was well done. I enjoyed seeing Thanos coming in wreck shop. Ooh, uh, <laughs> like it was enjoyable to see a villain actually like do villain things and succeed at the villain uh, I guess arc or what his his motivations were like you know so many times I know Marvel's been criticizing the past like how their villains are like one note uh, Killmonger not included but like yo it was it was amazing to see that so I was happy to see like all of like this the culmination and how well the groups actually melded like you know mm-hmm. when Thor met the Guardians of the Galaxy that was a perfect Avenger to meet the Guardians of the Galaxy because they had that same or similar type of com- comic you know effect even. Us pairing Doctor Strange and Iron, Iron Man together, having the arrogance of those two men together, like they were very well paired in in how they split the movie off. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, it was good. I, I did. I need to see it again so I can like go back, like you said, and critique and see and you know digest more. But yeah, that it was. I, I enjoyed it and yeah. I recommend. It. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was very very good. Like you said, well done. Um, there were a few things that I was like. Eh. Like there was way too much lovey dovey shit, but that's just me personally. I don't like love with my action. Like just, just give me the action, give me the explosion, give me the ass whoopery. Yeah, well, it was, it wasn't as bad as Age of Ultron when they try to force Black Widow and the Hulk. So I, I mean, there was. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but over, I was just like, okay, so y'all got potentially three pair. No, this is too much. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Um, I have a thought. We'll get to him, and we'll get to him later. Um, okay. but I did. En- I really enjoyed how they kind of highlighted Thor. Yeah, like, he was really that girl <laughs> in this movie. Like, was, it's re- his redemption from his own, you know, sucky first two movies. I mean, I know people have their thoughts on Ragnarok. But I think it was the best Thor movie. It, yeah, I agree. But like, in he my can't... opinion, I won't, you know, because you know, opinion. It's not fact, but I think that it was the <laughs> no. best of the three Thor movies of the. You know. Yeah, but he, yeah, he definitely was that girl. He came through like he a came wrecking ball, wrecking shop too. 
Yeah, like I was. It was great. He had to, to work for it, but yeah, <laughs> he had to work for it. But he definitely came through. So, um, were there any surprising moments for you? Um, because I know you're more familiar with the with the lore behind this than I am. So I, I'm a quasi I mean, geek, think, y'all. <laughs> I I mean I don't. It's funny. I'm a little going to myself out here. I'm, I'm only familiar with the Infinity Gauntlet via like second experience. I haven't read anything about it, but I know its power. I've seen the the screenshots. I've seen you know Thanos rip Tony Stark in half. You know, um, so nothing really surprised me. I think my surprise is almost like my critique of the movie. But um, I guess we can say that for the next part. But uh, yeah, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I think it's the surprising part. Um, I guess going back to like seeing how well those those teams meshed up and like look at it now, like the characters they put together worked well together because they have a common commonality in their core character and who they are, or who they've been portrayed on as, on screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the surprising moment for me was Gamora's death. Oh yeah, and it's that- like you could see the rumblings, but I don't know. I just at the something in me was like no nah, he's not gonna do it they're not gonna kill her they're not like yeah. i could like i saw that it was necessary for him mm-hmm. to be able to do what he wanted to do but i still was like no nah, they're not gonna do it and i don't even like gamora but <laughs> is it that you don't like gamora you don't like Zoe Saldana? i don't like either one okay well that's that's fair <laughs> <laughs> um so that was a little surprising to me because i just i i thought like at the last minute he was going to try to find a different way to do it yeah so when he actually went through it i was like oh okay so they y'all gonna solidify his villainy all right i got it yeah and that's like that was i guess that was also surprising because like you know like we're so used to the hero failing you know winning in those those moments that that was a bit surprising but once i got there, I was like oh she she's been talking this stuff but uh yeah you look back at it and it's like well you said i mean i mean it's it sucks girl but you kind of brought this on yourself <laughs> you know you, you kind of yeah. did you, too you much yeah. you know like if you burned the map to the soul stone then you should have took that secret to the grave yeah but or, or off yourself yeah 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 so uh what about your favorite moments <laughs> one of my favorite moments was surprising uh it was when they were fighting in Wakanda, and um, uh, that I forgot the lady's name, but the one of the Black Order, the woman, she was fighting. Uh, she was above Natalia, like had the 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 blade at her throat, and Scarlet Witch, at the right time, lifted her up so that Running Will could split her in half and kill her. And it was like, whoa, that was like so brutal. Like I love that part. So that was like <laughs> probably my favorite part of movies. That was like so brutal. Even Natasha was like. That's gross, you know. It was yeah. it was pretty. I like it was like whoa they they went there with that. Um, Listen, also, they sorry not to interrupt you real quick. They they were once they got their bearings, they were they were tearing Thanos's quote unquote children up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was anyway. also yeah. It was also good to see um, them building the um, uh, Stormbreaker. Like that, the whole I know some people say like they don't need that arc to show Thor getting his hammer, but like no, I I think we do need to see Thor getting his 
you know, his 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 new weapon. I like that that part. I like that mythology part of setting the stone the 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 scene for things. Yeah. Um what were some of my favorite moments? Uh so one of my favorite moments that I did end up seeing, it wasn't in the spoilers. I somehow came across something like some kind of hidden footage that was shown to somebody or somewhere. But anyway, the Thor appreciation towards the beginning of the movie when the Guardians brought him into their ship. Oh, yeah. Like, Gamora and Drax were ready to risk it all. And I was here (laughs) for it. (laughs) I was here for it. I was like, yes. Drax, I mean, listen. Anyway, Drax was like, take me. Yeah. Um, another one of my favorite moments was Doctor Strange when he was fighting one on one with Thanos, because oh, we yeah. really got to see him like a the scope of his power. Yeah. Because I the feel social- like even in his movie, we didn't get to see what he was all capable mm-hmm. of because it was an origin story, so we had to get there. Yeah, like you're definitely right about that. Like that was a really well, well executed scene between those two like he was throwing it back like even when he threw when dr strange threw the i guess the pocket reality at him like mm-hmm. if you knew the movie you could tell why what those fractured glass pieces were like it was pretty awesome to see that that go 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 like it did and like i mean one particular movies is um i like the way steven uses his hands for his powers dr strange but I absolutely hate Scarlet Witch and how she does her like yeah. hand movements. Like it's it's oh she's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so I really I really appreciated that part. Um, another one was I stand for Okoye, but the oh. part when they were in Wakanda and they were going towards the battle and Bruce was in that Iron Man suit and he tripped and fell. The look of pure disgust on her face gave oh. me such joy. She's like, "Who is this white man? Why?" Would... She's already upset to bring all those white people to to Wakanda, and he brings this this oaf in his big piece of suit. That you know, yeah. She was right. Like, so, oh like, god, it just. Mm, yeah. I love that part. I love Okoye. Yeah, she's I, amazing. I love the part when she was like, when he was like, "Well, what did you think?" was gonna happen when I open when we opened up Wakanda to the rest of the world. And she said mm, the Olympics, maybe a Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was, if, I was if, like, if okay. The, if they did the Olympics then Wakanda Wakanda will take all the gold. Like, I mean they are not only technologically advanced, I'm pretty sure that they could like all those events track would be psh, nothing. Nobody yeah. you know, Usain Bolt couldn't even beat whoever coming from Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then my uh, one of my other, probably my last one that I could think of off the top of my head, favorite moment was when Thor, Rocket, and Groot joined the battle, mm-hmm. and we saw Thor oh, just going ham. Mm-hmm. Like he got his new weapon, he got his new oh, axe, thanks to Groot <laughs> doing his little teenage thing, and yeah. he was just letting it rip. Mm-hmm. And I was so 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 here for it. Another one of my favorite moments because I low key stand for Black Widow. I love her fight scenes. Mm-hmm. So when they came in and they had to step in to save Vision, oh sorry ass, <laughs> and she was giving it to them. To, yeah, uh, I don't know any of their names, but I, she... I think it's like something Nebula. But I don't know. No, I don't know not Nebula. Well, no, no, 
Yeah, not Nebula. I don't know. You're right. Yeah, you I don't know their names. Uh, oh, and the other, another one that I, I liked, um, the one with the, I don't know if his telekinesis or if those rings were giving him that power. The first, the little Squidward-looking guy? Yeah, <laughs> Squidward. Uh, he looks like Voldemort to me, but... Yeah, yeah, definitely the nose thing. Um, Ebony Maw is his name. And I think it's telekinesis he has. I, I'm not... I could be wrong, but I think it's telekinesis. Okay, because I know they kept... I kept seeing those rings on his hands, so I was like, I wonder if the rings are giving him that power, but he, he, was, he was fucking shit up. I was here for oh, it. Oh, man, yeah. Like if it if they didn't have that little silly plan that actually was a good plan but it was still silly because <laughs> of yeah. where it came from, they would have been in trouble. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't with the shits, <laughs> or he was with the shits. <laughs> yeah, I mean even that those fight the fights in this movie were pretty good, and that just like now I have to see it again because you're talking about these points like, dang, I I do remember that part, but I kind of don't remember the way he does. I'm like, yeah, I had to see it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you definitely need to see it again because. When he when we were first introduced to him when he came down and he was fighting Iron Man and Doctor Str- like he told he told Doctor Strange up and I you know that was one of my I don't want to say it was a critique it was just something that I was like hmm because Doctor Strange like he held his own for a fraction of a second against Thanos Athena whatever I know we all say it differently but when he was fighting old Squidward dude he he didn't have it was just like, well, did you did you show up to fight? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, like he whooped, he whooped up on them real quick, and so I was, I thought, I thought that was interesting. He got saved by his um the cape of by his cape levitation, I think. Yeah. It was multiple times. So yeah, yeah, the cape was low a low key MVP. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, if it he... wasn't for that, he would have been towed up. Um, yeah. and I saw a critique. But I'm not familiar enough with everyone's arcs. A critique that was saying that um, there was some discrepancies as far as people's abilities in the movie. Oh, I don't get into all that. But yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't I know everybody's abilities it, well enough to know. Although, yeah. and we can we can move into it because now we're moving into our least favorite moments. I I don't know much about Vision. But I assumed that he was better than this. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I mean, I, I but he said. he was he he was not in the MCU. I'm pretty sure. I'm confident in saying that in the comic world, he's better. Like I've never heard of Vision being sorry. Mm-hmm. But in the MCU, they were like, "Fuck you, girl." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you just he here to get us from A to B. Yeah, was, I mean, but he was useless even in Civil War. He was a voice of reason. He was trying to read a moral compass. You know, he, he was I, he, he was useless. He gave a good line in that movie, but I can't he gave a good line, and then he almost killed Rhodey. So yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't think that good line was good enough for him to not have done shit other than mm-hmm. almost kill Rhodey, yeah. aka One- War Machine. Yeah, one thing that gone to critiques. One thing also was a good favorite part was when they brought Vision to um, Wakanda and Shuri was trying to school with oh, school. Oh, oh, I can't believe I like, forgot about that part. At her core, like saying, "Why do you guys think of this? Like, what are you guys thinking about? Like, you guys are like saying, fuck you guys. You guys are stupid.' Like, no, you know, like at her said, core, I'm point, sure you did like, your best. I was yeah, like, damn, flexing black girl magic, like Absolutely. Shuri's president." <laughs> 
black girl scientific magic at that. Right, right, right. She was like, why didn't you just blah, 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 blah. And Bruce Banner was sitting there sweating bullets like, uh, um. <laughs> Stuck like a white man is. Yeah. Stuck. She's like, oh, you're mediocre. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another interesting thing in the movies were, was, um, Hulk, sis? We need to talk. <laughs> he got rocked. He got rocked by Thanos. He, Hulk has he, been. That is fair. Control. He did get rocked. However, I'm like, come on, dude. You see, everybody else has gotten rocked multiple times in y'all's acquaintance. You get mm-hmm. beat up one time, and now you don't want to come out and play no more. Like, come on. And maybe it's a critique on uh, uh, male fragility and like uh, the masculine ego. Like, <laughs> like you know, he's maybe. been going so far being so good and the best that when he gets beat up, I mean, he threw a bitch fit when Thor almost beat him uh, in, in Thor's movie. So, like... Oh, you know yeah. what? That's true. So, it, it could be that, but he just regressed to that that thing. But, yeah, it was... I'm actually kind of glad because I like looking at Mark Ruffalo, so I, I kind of like seeing him on screen. He's a very attractive man. So yeah. Well, see, the thing about it is when we have Mark Ruffalo, a.k.a. Bruce Banner, then they try to force him and Black Widow together and I'm like I don't uh, I don't want yeah. we no one wants this where did y'all even get this from that's Joss Whedon's old shit from Avengers 2 yeah I mean it's been Ooh. it's not new it's just it's never worked they don't have any chemistry yeah you know like not to try to push characters together cause I don't want nobody to be in love like let's just get to the action but if we have to take that route, because I know how Hollywood is, Captain America and Black Widow have way more chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Like, their chemistry is crazy. Like, at one point, it's like, okay, I know y'all trying to make them friends, but this is, like, the only pairing that actually has chemistry. And yeah. y'all want them to be friends, but you want us to believe that Black Widow and Bruce Banner are supposed to have something for each other. And then, even then, it's like, oh, hey, hey, get the fuck out of here. Stop, <laughs> stop trying to give us that pairing we don't want it we don't need it right toss it back and and come so, come with something better or just not at all like hell i'd rather have seen black widow have an affair with hawkeye than y'all trying to force her with bruce banner it just yeah, doesn't it, been, it doesn't make any sense that would have been a better more believable thing but yeah it's that's a as you know that's i never liked that that part of it of this this Going out of of, of uh, the Avengers, but uh, one of my main critiques of of the movie, and I think you kind of hit it with the whole Hulk thing. Like we have this being Thanos, who by the end of the movie has collected all six Infinity Stones, um, and it wasn't until he made his final act that you know most of the characters died. I would have liked to have seen more characters die by his hand, like you know in battle, like the battle on Titan should have um should have resulted in the death of a few of those people like you know so Spider-Man, but like they a few people should have died like tony should have died like instantly like he should have been off and, and dead um that's my biggest critique like we had this 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 mad titan coming and strong like thanos knocks captain america out towards the end and captain america still gets up i mean super super soldier serum is strong but it's not cosmic, guys. Like that was like, <laughs> like come on. Like he should have got that. Should have been enough to like 
Captain America should have been dead. Should have been gone. Should have been gone. But I get it for for the movie effect, you know, blah blah. Well, like, I don't. I'm not necessarily yeah. just for the movie effect, and this is why. I, uh, you know what? I'm we'll, I'm gonna save my thoughts on that for because we'll talk about Thanos more, Thanos more uh, in a little bit. So, um, I guess we're ca- kind of calling it critiques, but you know, our least favorite moments critiques. Uh, so definitely the Bruce and Natasha moment because I was just like we don't need it we don't we don't need it um I was kind of side eyeing the Peter Quill and Gamora part because I'm like I guess because we didn't we didn't see the progression of their relationship mm-hmm. and so it was kind of off-putting to me anyway because I was like okay now y'all are like super deep in love but I'm like but when like we started getting grumblings of it like you could tell she wasn't trying to kill him or anything like she was maybe a little bit of fond of him in the second guardians movie which was nowhere near as good as the first it uh, wasn't it it really wasn't it had the it had the tools to be but it the execution wasn't i mean it wasn't a bad movie but yeah. it just wasn't it wasn't what i was expecting in the sequel but you know what that's kind of par for the course for because the second Avengers movie wasn't as good. Oh no. Um oh, no. But on the flip side, you know, Captain America like the Winter Soldier was very good. I, Iron Man two was pretty good. It's Captain America Winter Soldier, I think, is still my favorite MCU movie. And um, I've seen all of Ant Man, but yeah. But it's just I think it's a it's it, it sticks to what it's supposed to do. Setting that time and that feeling, it's it's a really, really good movie. So yeah, but yeah, Marvel has and it's like most superhero movies, that second one is never. It takes a little, I guess, finesse to do it, and then a lot of people don't have that that skill. Yeah. yeah, and again, they weren't. It wasn't bad. It just no, it didn't have quite the same magic as the first, or it didn't create its own new magic. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, so yeah, and then my other least favorite moment moments were all of the all of the scenes with Vision. Like I just, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Like, do you even Avenger? Like, why are yeah. you here? You like, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted that not only are you comprised of a of an Infinity Stone, you also are comprised of one of Tony Stark's complex AIs. You have bits and pieces of his intellect. You have bits and pieces of Bruce Banner's intellect. You have bits and pieces of Ultron. Yeah. And you were utterly worthless. I don't get it. Like, even Iron Man uses uses his system like, okay, I'm getting my ass whooped. Let me analyze their fight pattern so I can fight back. You didn't even do that. You did you didn't do anything. He was a damsel, the damsel in distress. In he movie. really was. I mean, I guess that's cool for gender reversal in a way, but like he was, he was, he got saved multiple times in the movie. That's cool for uh, gender re- reversal if you don't yeah. have an infinity stone embedded in your fucking forehead. You're definitely right. I and mean, the, my I, thing with that well, sorry not to cut you off. Yeah. My thing with that was you've had you, you your being came into. Into, came to pass with this Infinity Stone and nowhere in the past I don't know 
I don't know the the time difference between the when he was created in the second Avengers and the third Avengers, but nowhere in that did you take any time to try to understand the stone, learn how to use it. You you knew that Thanos was coming eventually. Y'all all knew that, and for you to take the time to first of all i don't even understand where these feelings and emotions came from but you dedicated all your time to being in love with the Mm -hmm. scarlet witch instead of learning how to be who you are i don't i didn't understand that at all i'm like you don't have any sensors or nothing like you part robot you mostly robot how are you getting caught off guard (laughs) so vision (sighs) When he yeah. died, I did listen. I was like, he can stay dead because this. If this is what y'all gonna do with Vision, l- let him stay sleeping with the fishes because <laughs> it was such a piss poor display. I was like, my god, mm-hmm. how are you being out avenged by Avengers that don't have any powers? Yeah, Falcon is a better Avenger. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, I was so disgusted. I was I was a Koye the whole time. Every time he came on the screen, I was a Koye. I was like, you getting stabbed again? And then you yeah. don't you can't heal yourself. What do you do? Why are you here? Uh the plot point. He's the MacGuffin. <laughs> I'm like, you you know, Thor went to bat for you. Yeah. <laughs> he went to bat for you when he still had his hammer. And this is the thanks he gets. You can't even defend yourself. Worthless. Oh, yeah. I was so mad. Thor took on the power of a star. Like, it was exposed to the power of a dwarf star or whatever. And, you know, this guy who has a, an, an infinity stone couldn't, I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with, maybe the mind stone uh, messed with his matrix and affected his mind. I don't know. But Okay, but. No, no, I'm not. Have- no, I'm, I'm, I mean that may be valid, but I'm like, okay, so you didn't, you didn't go download no kung fu or nothing, no hand to hand combat moves, no nothing. Like, are you serious, bro? Yeah. Like, if it weren't for Scarlet Witch, you would have been out of there at the beginning of the movie. I'm curious. I'm gonna, you know, as the critiques and everything of the movie come out, I'm very curious to see. If that is part of the comic book lore for Scarlet Witch's power to be able to destroy an Infinity Stone, because as much as I love the movie, that is one of my critiques. I'm like, is this valid or is this a reach? I mean, in because I comic, felt like it was like a reach. But go ahead. Well, in the comics, you know, I think one of her most recent displays of powers is that she caused M Day, which basically wiped out the mutant population, destroyed the X gene, or just gave rendered mutant powers um, useless for a good portion of mutant population in the comic book universe. So, like, she had a nervous breakdown, whatever, read about in House of M. But, yeah, so she has powers. And then recently her and uh, Hope Summers destroyed the Phoenix. They fractured the Phoenix, like, whatever. And that's... So she has some, some close proximity to cosmic-level powers, but I'm not well versed enough to know. I know do know that she's displayed it, displayed it in a way that I can believe that she can destroy an Infinity Stone. I think she's, it should have took a little quicker than that, but you know, whatever. Okay. So basically, then it feasible. It's feasible, <laughs> but it's just the way that she's been presented because she's never been yeah. presented as being that powerful. 
Oh no no no. Well you know in the MCU know, is what I mean. Yeah yeah in, in the rights because this is more so they're not even it calling her a mutant but Wanda Scarlet Witch is a mutant so right. You know. Yeah I don't even think they. I think they did their her and Quicksilver's origin differently so she wasn't they weren't mutants oh, they yeah. were experiments. In yeah exactly. In Age of Ultron. You or know. the result of experiments, I should say. All that legal stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they do all that in Phase Four. I'm look, I'm looking forward to Phase Four a yeah. lot because now that the X Men are there, and from what I've read, yes, I, from what I've read, um, the Dark Phoenix will be the last standalone X Men movie, and then they're gonna join the MCU. Yeah, I mean. Um, just to have the the characters, I'm excited to see how they'll cast them. Um, yeah, off topic, but yeah, how how they'll cast the X Men, um, specifically Professor X, because from day one, Patrick Stewart has been a spot on Professor. He X. was born to be Professor <laughs> X. So, he, he was um, born. Everybody else is a little interchangeable, but like he was was yeah like you said born to be professor he x. was born to be professor x and i would be very very curious to see what they're going to do for a new wolverine yeah that's gonna be awesome too because it, it, also it, it, i feel like hugh jackman was born to play wolverine yeah exactly not all the movies were good don't get it twisted logan's the best one yes he was getting logan's the only one that matters actually logan is the only one that matters really. to be honest because the rest of them i was like bitch what the fuck anyway <laughs> we are way off topic yeah um, so any other critiques or least likable no, moments? Just like, I, I want to see Thanos really give it to them. Or like, I mean, I know like the Black Order, who those, I guess, for a pop, the, the Horsemen of, of Thanos, whatever, <laughs> they should have did more. I want to see more of them like going ham. Like they, a few people should have died by their hand, you know? I think it kind of made it cheap to have the characters die to end the way they did. It's like... Okay, I guess I can accept this. And speaking on that, I guess not a critique, and I don't know where to place it, but okay, I'm been more very emotional because of yoga practice. So I be crying at movies that don't deserve. To some people, don't cry at. But when when uh, Spider Man poofed in the dust, I start tearing up. Yeah, everybody and, was. I was. I was like, well, I mean. What makes him uh, anyway? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just this way he he acted in that scene, but Okoye's face on Black Panther went. Yeah, that was painful. That, that was like she was in it, and I love they they stayed on the screen just enough, to, like get all the emotion. She was just like bewildered and just like stuck, and it was like so amazing to see that, and it was like heart wrenching for me to see. Like, can you get the camera off of her, but keep it on her at the same time? Like, oh god. So I think that's my other critique, like the way they. The, the characters went out. Uh, the biggest thing I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I guess you know, little group, little group. Yeah. I wanted more group moments. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I kind of get it because it's like teenage yeah. group is not social, <laughs> and yeah. they, they were being very close to the hip on that. So I, I, I kind of understood that. Um, so now we're moving on to Thanos and I guess his children. Um, I, I kind of agree with you about the battles with his children although i guess if you look at it logically because it took multiple avengers to take out one two of them except for what at the one with the hammer where honestly bruce just got lucky (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, well, Wakanda, if it wasn't for Wakanda, the, the shield, he would have, you know, came back. So Exactly, you know. exactly. Um, and then, like I said, that weird-ass, silly plan that they had for the one with the telekinesis. So, I, I get it, but then I kind of understand how they did it. So, with Thanos, I... He was definitely characterized better than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, And I think to go back to what you were saying, where people should have died at his hand. While I see that and that's true, I, I understand, or at least I have an idea of why they did it the way that they did. And that was yeah. because... He is a villain, but he's not a mad villain. Like he was never, at least to me, he was never portrayed as just completely out of his mind and just rabbit with the with evil and he was just here to fuck shit up. It was he had a specific goal. And so he I mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it was one of those things where it's like I could kill you, but I don't need to. Like I've gotten what I need and I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I I I can concede to that point. Definitely. Because I don't think it would have been anything for him like you said to kill hell, he made nothing out of Loki, obviously. Um he whooped Hulk's ass and he probably would have killed Hulk if Heimdall had not saved him. Right. No, you're right. So that was just, you know, that would have been one of the deaths, but they prevented it because they wanted that raggedy moment with Natasha. <laughs> oh, look, the two lovers have been thrown back. Whatever, go to hell. Um, Starcross lovers, holding the space of Starcross lovers. <laughs> yeah, and so I really think that that was kind of like they the way that they framed it. It wasn't that Thanos was just a flat out bloodthirsty evil you know warmongerer it was I have a goal and so I'm not gonna do more than I need to do in order to reach that goal because if you think about it it's like I mean why do I need to sit up here and kill you because when I get the rest of the stones and I snap my fingers half of y'all gonna be dead anyway <laughs> so no, you, that's, that's definitely right okay. you that, know? that's a valid I can see my point and uh I just, I just want some more gore in my movies. I know. <laughs> well, it is, it is Marvel, so yeah. You know, they don't, yeah. they're not particularly known. That's the whole, you know, in that the whole running joke between Marvel and DC is that Marvel is supposed to be more kitty and DC is more gritty. And like y'all gritty anyway. We don't, I don't need to go there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was definitely one of my thoughts about Thanos. Like his. He was characterized a lot better than I was expecting. And I guess that's why they, I mean, I don't know if Ron Perlman could not have done it, but I get why they got an actor to, you know what I mean? Like, not that Ron yeah. Perlman is not an actor, but he's kind of like a niche actor. Okay. No, I, I get you. I think Josh Brolin, I'm not familiar with him, but I think he's more of like a broader ranged actor. He definitely brought them to the table. Like he, not humanized, but he gave 
you didn't feel he was irrational in his pursuit. You know, I was like, well, exactly. you know, there are finite resources in the universe, and yeah, I mean, what he said made sense. It's just that, that you you're doing the most, bro. <laughs> yeah, Even though what you're saying makes sense, you still are doing the most. Like you, you know, the you have made it somehow. You have rationalized in your head that killing trillions of people or beings, I should say is a good thing is okay not a good thing but is okay mm-hmm. you know because he never wavered he never felt any kind of way it was just flat out like this is my purpose so that's what i was saying like it just doesn't it didn't seem like he was being portrayed as just a flat out villain like there was more complexity there because he was he had a mission yeah um and he felt like he was ordained to do it. He was born to do it, whatever you want to call it. And then I saw a critique about which, and then people were tearing it down because they, I guess I didn't read it once I started reading some of the comments of the article, but you know, someone wrote an article about characters just kind of being thrown in and not being properly introduced. But and it was like, but that's what these whole 10 years have been. <laughs> it's been 10 years of introducing people. Like this is not even our first introduction to Thanos. Um, yeah, that was whoever whoever did that was. I don't know. They, they whoever paid for that article wasted their money because that's just a, a that's garbage take you could take on this movie. Yeah, it's like saying like, oh, you just you're jumping in the internet. This is this is in game. This is like you said, everything for ten years and building up to this moment. If you to say that character thrown in, like what? We've known every character, like everybody's been on screen. But whatever. If you if you say the only who weren't new who knew was the Black Order, his you know, the the, the four people coming to kill. That's the only people we saw that was new. Everybody else had, had a moment. Right. So fuck them. Whoever they are. <laughs> um and I will say, even though, like I said, I don't think his intention was ever to really kill unless he needed to. Except for Hulk, because I'm sure he felt the way that Hulk, you know, got all them licks on him. Because um, you could tell, like, even, like, he, and even Tony would have died if, he would yeah. have died if Doctor Strange had not intervened. But at the same time, you can tell, except for Hulk, I guess because maybe, like, only thing I could think of is he felt a way because Hulk, like, sucker punched him. You yeah, yeah, definitely. And so he was like, "Bitch, you gotta die." But everybody else, like, eat like with Tony, like he was like, "I respect you. Like, you put up a hell of a fight, and I respect that." You, oh. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't think, like I said, I don't think he was just supposed to be just a flat out crazy villain. It was, it was more nuanced than that. Um, but he still, even in that, he was still definitely the most dominating villain. Oh yeah, definitely. And then I saw I saw a tweet and a lot of people were like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Someone tweeted that Killmonger was a better villain than Thanos. Nope. 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 I'm not going to say that. Nope. Get out of here. And not I don't, I don't agree. The only thing I would say on that is just from what I've been saying that Killmonger, but even then because I don't even feel, I didn't even feel like Killmonger was a straight up villain. He just, mm-hmm. he had a plan. 
he had something that he wanted to do you know because when I, I don't know and it, it may just be your interpretation of what a villain is because to me like a true villain villain mm-hmm. is trying to fuck shit up just for the hell of it a joker type character yeah a joker type like a just an anarchist yeah i mean and then you have different levels there. of villains so you know you have your killmongers who are like you know the world did me dirty so i'm gonna do the world dirty back you have your thanoses that are like i just have a mission and it just so happens that everybody thinks that the mission is villainry but it's villainry what is villainry villainy but <laughs> to me it's not it's just my mission you know what i mean yeah but no i don't <laughs> think that killmonger was a better villain no. I think that the way the movies went, I could see the argument, but they're compl- you know it's it's hard to compare an origin story villain to uh, an arc culmination villain, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like it's like the mini boss compared to the big boss on any video game. Like right? No, there's there's no comparison. In yeah, eh, yeah. Nah, no, I don't want to say it anymore. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. Trash so I, I my, can't do it. <laughs> my last thought, like, and this is me just being super trash, but I was like weirdly attracted to Thanos. Like throughout the movie, I was like, um, all right, go for it. Purple big man could get it. <laughs> <laughs> go for it, go for it. I, I would stick with the Hulk if I want the big guys. It would be the Hulk, just because. Any no, rage. No. no. <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna get it now. The way he, anyway. Yeah. I can, I can help him work. The that, Hulk that is thing. broken. He's broken. He needs to be fixed. Um yeah. And with that being said, shout out to all of the artists out there that are, I'm sure are furiously sketching all kinds of slash nasty slash comics oh. and stuff like that. I hope to see it on my Tumblr, and oh, okay. I have no shame. All right. Hey, uh, it, there's definitely a market for that. So yes, it, it'll it'll fly by. Uh, I'll keep up for you. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so we kind of touched on it a little bit, but I want to do it officially and get your thoughts on how it compares to the other MCU movies. Maybe how it compares to the other Avengers movies, and then the other movies as a whole. At the whole, does this one make eighteen or nineteen? I think this is 19. Okay, so how it compares to all the other 18 movies? I mean, it's... I. Alright, so as far as Avengers, um, I think this made up for Avengers 2. Um, Totally, it was just much more cohesive and I didn't leave as much questions and feelings of being forced. Like, I think, for me, Avengers 2 was really forced. As a comparison to Avengers 1... I think it's hard to compare because, you know, Avengers 1 was they're essentially the same movie because Avengers 1 is the band getting together all together. Um, and this is the bigger band getting together, you know, bringing in the Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange and stuff like that. So uh, I think it did well for what it did. Um, as far as the to other movies, I still think uh, Swinter Soldier is my, come on, come on top. Just because like, the way it was, it was sold to me, like, it was a great movie. Um, so Avengers, this is not by far a bad movie. That much worse movies than MCU. Um, it's up there in like the top five, definitely. Agree. That was my note. Definitely top five. 
Um, and it would, I don't know. I would have to watch it more, and I would have to go back and watch the first Avengers movie because I thought about it earlier today, and I was like, I really loved the first Avengers. Like, I would just put it on and not even, like, it would just be in the background because I just loved watching it so much. And then the mm-hmm. next thing I know, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing because it was supposed to just be in the background, and now I'm watching it for the fiftieth time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but I really think that for me, it was right up there as far as like you said, cohesiveness and just storytelling. And I think that they did a very good job with the storytelling, given the amount of characters that were in yeah. the movie. Definitely. I mean, they get a side eye from me for killing Heimdall, but you know, whatever. Yes. I guess whatever. Because I'm like, why all the black people gotta die? <laughs> well, you know that's critique. <laughs> uh, you know, well, I'm I, still there. That was also kind of kind of. This, I was like, oh, I know the comments gotta die for these things, but can we not show the Jabari tribe and you know the border yeah. patrol not not dying? Can you just show like. I mean, but it was, um, I mean, it was bad enough that they took T'Challa, um, yeah. and so that launched me into some interesting thoughts because then I'm like, now the country is leaderless, and is is uh, is Mbaku going to step up? And then you know, when shit is reversed, he going to be like, I mean. I we'll should I should have been in the throne. You know what I mean? I don't know. My mind just started racing when I saw that because it was it was a very the the moment when T'Challa came out with the rest of them and he, you know, was like, "Thank you for standing with us." And and Mbaku was like, "No problem, brother." Yeah, yeah. That really stood out to me. And I'm wondering if that's going to be something that we revisit because I know that Mbaku was a villain in the Black Panther comics, so I'm just very, I'm curious about that. Mm. But as far as you know, like I said, how this compares to other MCU movies, I think it was I think it was very well done for what all they had to do. It's not perfect. Mm. Um, there's a lot to pack into these two hours and I think 15 minutes or so. 40 i thought i read 40 it was it was quite a long time <laughs> no no it wasn't that long it was like oh. two hours and 12 minutes something like that um nice. and i saw a critique about not a critique but you know one of my we were discussing it in the group chat and one of my friends was like i wish they would have brought tony and captain america together because she just, I guess she just goes up for them. Shout out to Tay. Hey, Tay. Um, and I was like, I mean, yeah, but they still have a whole other movie to do. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like that was one of those things where it's like we we need to leave some things for the next movie. Because what are we going to do? And exactly. especially with them having lost so many of it. Because they lost damn near all of the Guardians. Although they honestly could all go. Because... Peter Quill, girl, fuck you. Yeah, he was annoying. It wasn't even, I mean, that's his regular, but when he fucked up the plan, when they almost had the gauntlet off of his, of Thanos' hand, I was like, you know what? I don't have time for you, white man. I don't have any more time for you. Oh, Andy. Andy, ever since I've seen him, just think about the Parks and Recreation. (laughs) Yeah, see, I never watched it. I've only seen GIFs on Tumblr. Oh, it's pretty good. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I I enjoyed it. I'm definitely probably gonna go see it a third time, maybe more, but at least a third time, just for the. Now that I've talked about it, and I feel like I've gotten all my thoughts out, I want to sit and just enjoy again. Mm-hmm. So I kind of touched on it a little bit, but do you have any predictions for the next Avengers movie? I mean, obviously we're going to see them reverse what happened. Um, how they do that, I don't know. I'm yeah. just going to be strapped in and ready to see. Uh, again, I'm not very familiar with the Infinity arc or Infinity Gauntlet outside of his powers and stuff like that in the comics, so I don't know how they do it. But if it's anything like, you know, comic continuity, it's just they'll retcon some shit together and make it happen. And I was we'll, going to say, because I know we'll comics, to, comics uh, and continuity. And... <laughs> yeah, we'll have to accept whatever they give us. You know, that's... yeah. Yeah, it'll be that we'll like it or hate it, but we'll have to accept it. And they'll hopefully set the ground for, like you said, Phase 4, bringing in, um, you know, not only the X-Men, but also the Fantastic Four. Um, hopefully are, they get... Are they bringing the Fantastic Four? I mean, they're part of Marvel Unit. The first family, they should be there. Yeah, but... Two failed attempts already. <laughs> yeah, well... I don't, I don't know why they... But those those Fantastic Four movies weren't part of the MCU. No, nah, I I mean they're also done earlier on, like you know, outside of the one with Michael B. Jordan. Um, Which so is, you know, that, that was, was mm. I, I didn't even play it. No, I wasn't. One of those I watched time. it. When yeah, it came out. I think I watched it on like Netflix or something, and I was like, ooh, oh, no, thank you. Ooh. I could tell. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah. I'm I'm open to what comes next in the MCU. Let's let's make it happen. I'm ready for. I'm ready. I'm actually excited to see Ant Man and the Wasp. That looks the previews look pretty cool, but I'm ready for May third, twenty nineteen. I think that's when it's coming out. That's one way. So for. yeah, like I liked Ant Man a lot. Like I I thought Ant Man was gonna be trash to be honest, but <laughs> even though I love Paul Rudd, I liked Ant Man. So I'm looking forward to the sequel to that. Um, and I was trying to remember if there were any other MCU movies coming out, but I don't think there's anything else until Captain Marvel. So I'm really looking forward to Captain Marvel because yes. I want to know the story before she joins. Because we know if you stayed in the theaters until the end, end after the credits to see the last part, because you know MCU movies they love doing that. And you saw before Nick Fury died, which I was like, come on, Nick Fury. He ain't even been around in so long. Golly. He called Captain Marvel. So oh, Pagester. 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 Yeah. He he beat me 911. Right, right. And but I'm pretty sure her movie is gonna be an origin story and then it's gonna pick up where she was being paged well, the next time we see her in two months because I think that comes out in next March yeah well her the origin story is taking place in the 90s so it'll be really interesting to see how they do right to see how they what what is her origin and then see how they bring her in like where where do we leave off so that we know about her and where she is and then we can fast forward to her being paged and where where is she at where has she been doing mm-hmm. um so yeah, I mean, I don't really have any predictions other than that. I'm I'm kind of with you. Like we know that there's got to be some kind of reversal. I don't know if you know they find him and <clears throat> they try to battle him again with the <laughs> seven of them they have left. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you know they they 
my my gut is telling me it's going to be a kind of a heart to heart thing. Like they have to talk him into doing it. There's no way they're going to be able to force him to do it. Mm-hmm. He has to understand why, and then he has to make the choice to do it. But we'll see. I don't know. Maybe they'll bitch slap him to hell and then, you know, force him. to. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. So, um, last thing, and then we're going to wrap this up. And this is just me being a piece of shit. So we're going to do fuck, Mary kill, but it's oh. the black MCU Avengers edition. <laughs> so it's going to be very fuck- specific. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very specific. Cause I was like, I just want to talk about the black people or the black men, I guess. Yeah. So it's fuck Mary Kill, War Machine, Black Panther, and Falcon. Uh, first off, without any question, I'm killing War Machine character never appealed to me at all. The ne- next two are always my hardest to do in these situations. Um, so I am going to. Huh. I'm going to fuck Black Panther and marry Falcon. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to agree with you and more machine can go. Yes. Um, I was not, a, I mean, I've never really been a fan of war machine. I was not a fan of Don Cheadle as war machine. And I love Don Cheadle. Yeah. But I just, I don't know that casting. I was like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I so yeah, War Machine got to go. I would kill him. I would actually fuck Falcon, and I would marry Black Panther. Oh, um, I was I mean, gonna do it the other way around, but then I remembered that Black Panther is the king of Wakanda, so I was yeah. like, oh, um, I need to be taken care of. I need be, to be. Yeah. I need to be the queen of Wakanda. <laughs> so I was like, let me marry. You will Black be kept. Panther. So that's good, right? And then you know close proximity to M'Baku and I'll be like look T'Challa you're just gonna have to understand you know what I'm saying like I'm I'm here I will learn how to make Jolof rice but <laughs> ain't even got on the throne yet you already plotting to cheat look at you listen I mean my goal would be to make that a threesome but you know that's a, a lofty goal you got the power go for it right I, like, I'm, I feel like I'm 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 co-king. I don't know what it's called when a king marries another man, but, you know, whatever. King and king. I'm king, too, so what I say goes. Okay, so that wraps up that. Um, Like I said, I know it's full of spoilers, guys, and hopefully if you listen to this whole thing, you've seen the movie. Don't tweet me or my guest if you listen to that whole thing, even though I warned about spoilers and I put it in the show notes and you listen to it anyway. That's on you. Good luck, everybody. Mm-hmm. So let's wrap up the show with the queer query, and then we're going to get out of here. Question. So first question, what's something that you would not mind becoming famous for? Ooh, I should have put more thought to this one. Uh, um, I wouldn't mind becoming famous or spreading good energy. Being good out here, showing people a different way to live, that you can, you know, achieve those things you thought you couldn't. You know, I wouldn't mind being famous for that. Oh, that's a nice, wholesome answer. Come through. (laughs) 
here what for um i wouldn't mind being famous for writing i feel like Ooh, nice. it's low-key enough like i could be famous mm-hmm. like uh what's one of those white writers names uh what's the one that has all those commercials like he pumping out books like two three books a year uh, I, don't know. I can't remember his name Good. like john grisham type yeah it's okay. like where you know their name but you uh-huh. may not necessarily know what they look like and they you they you can still kind of be low key because you're a writer you're not doing anything where people are like expecting to see you uh-huh. so that would be my kind of famous like let me let me be famous for what I'm doing but let me still be able to be low key unless I just want to be out there like god I cannot remember his name yeah, <laughs> but every time I'm watching TV, he has. I'm like, every time I look up, he got a commercial for a new book, and I'm like, damn, you cranking them out, ain't you? Uh so that's that. So next question: Would you rather <clears throat> have a classic bad boy record deal that you know is bad, or have your nudes posted online without your consent? I think. <laughs> I'm gonna go for the second one, uh, uh, only because I have already accepted when those moments do happen. I send my those pictures out. There's a possibility it can happen. I've accepted that fact, and if it happens, I'll just come through litigation. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, I was gonna go with that at first, but I feel like. The rec- I think I would take the record deal. Not because I would feel some kind of way. I mean, I would feel some kind of way, obviously, about my news being leaked. But news being leaked, like, that's forever. And yeah. that could always be recalled. Whereas if I'm in a bad record deal, I feel like there are still things that I can do. Like, let's say, like, I have a hit single or, you know, I have a platinum album. Even though my record deal is bad, I can still catapult that into other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I can invest, hopefully, or, you know, get some investors and I can, I don't know, open up a restaurant or I can have a clothing line or I can, you know, there's so many. Like when you have success like that, even if behind the scenes is shitty, you can you still have the opportunity to make it be something else you know what i mean definitely so that was mine so okay so for the last question you guys i decided to bring back the the reversal and i'm gonna let the guest ask me a question it's or, like uh it's like uno reverse uh reverse yeah or was it um cha-cha slide um so i'm i think the biggest part of my 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 personhood is a geek so keeping it in infinity war if you could possess any one of the six infinity stones which one would it be and what would you do with that stone Ooh. um let's see what are the stones you got soul stone power stone space stone um, reality reality um, and mind Mm, my gut is saying the power stone (laughs) cool but I don't know what I would do with it you can just use it as a center you you can flush your power when you need to 
Yeah, I mean, I just I feel like that would probably have the most practical uses because I was gonna say reality stone, but then that you know you know that it's not real. Like you change in reality, but it's not like real. So I don't know. Time stone. I'm like, eh, that sounds like a headache. Uh, the mind stone. I don't even know what what the mind stone yeah. does because the person no. who had it didn't do shit with it. <laughs> Um, the stole the soul stone. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the price of the soul stone is too high. Yeah, I couldn't do that now. Um, and then the space stone. I mean, that that would be my second choice because at least then I could bounce around to wherever I wanted to go, mm-hmm. you know, and do other things. But I think the power stone probably be my choice. What about you? It would definitely space. Uh, I think it has the least rebound effect. Like what could go wrong with it. Yeah. And also, you know, imagine what you save traveling if you had the space on, like you can go anywhere in you know, space. Yeah. Even even if it's only restricted to traveling on Earth, man, I've been taking a vacation every other week. All you have <laughs> pay for is uh is is the lodging and accommodations. Imagine traveling. Like you can travel everywhere. Space down, me and my friends, hey guys, we're going out. And <laughs> no so, more no more Uber. <laughs> yeah, I mean shoot. I'm not going across the world. We're going everywhere. No more Ubering, no more planes, just showing yeah. the fuck up. Yep, be right there. Ain't got to worry about TSA and their foolishness. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Just show up when it's check-in time. Okay, yeah, I can see it, I can <laughs> see it. Well, you guys, I think that is going to wrap up this Yoga Infinity episode of Gay Side Stories. Um, Lawrence, I want to thank you so, 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 so much for taking some time out of your schedule and hopping on the show with me. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate being here and hope that, uh, you know, I can inspire more people to get on the mat. Uh, same as plug here or plug anyway. Um, so in an effort to do that, to get more people on the mat, I'm going to be um, starting May 1st, start posting through my various social media, uh, my road and journey to achieving one of the, uh, a more difficult pose, a forearm balance. So you can follow me uh, of the ha- uh, my user name, or whatever is here underscore to infinity. So H E R E underscore number two infinity. Um, how appropriate is that? Like that's cool. It's not an infinity war. The uh, hashtag is road to pincha. Uh, that's the name of the part of the name of the um, thing. So follow me on that. And if you want to join me, ask questions about it, or just in general yoga stuff, I'm here to help out. Thank you for having me. Uh, just for clarification, how do you spell the pincha? Just so people know. Just uh, so I know. <laughs> road and then number two and then pincha, P-I-N-C-H-A. So pinch. Oh. <laughs> oh, see, I would have been doing something way different. Okay. It's cool. So you guys remember you can go to GaySideStories.com if you want more information. You know where to find the show on social media. Hopefully it's at GaySideStories on twitter instagram and it's facebook.com slash gay side stories the discussion group for the show is hashtag gay side pod on facebook please go to apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use that allows you to leave ratings and leave a five-star review and if you or at least a five-star rating if you want to write a review i would appreciate that as well Make sure you guys are sharing the show with other people. That's how the show grows. That's how I'm able to reach more ears and able to do more things. Um, Remember, um, I'm doing the gay culture thing very soon. It's probably going to be in the next few weeks. 
So if you want to send in your thoughts about what you think gay culture is and what it means to you, you can email it to gaysidestories at gmail.com. You can DM it on Twitter or Inst- I don't know about Instagram, but um, or, you know, we can set something up if you need help with recording. Just reach out and let me know that you're interested. I have a list of people that I'm pretty sure will do it. Some people that I'm going to ask. Hopefully they say yes. But I, it's open to to anyone and everyone. And it doesn't have to, you don't have to be necessarily gay. Because I, I am curious about what other people, you know, honestly, straight people, what they think it is. And and so if you're straight and you want to send something in, don't, don't feel like it doesn't include you because it does. Because I'm curious about you guys' thoughts too. And with that, again, thank you so much for listening. I know you could be listening to anything, and I hope that I am making your Mondays a little bit more enjoyable, helping you get through work or a workout or whatever it is that you do when you listen to the show. And to wrap things up, as always, you guys, I say this every week, do not forget the lost commandment, thou shalt protect thy walls. Or in this case, thou might find themselves getting beat the fuck up like vision. (laughs) So make sure that you are doing your due diligence and we are out of here. Bye, you guys. Peace. Perfect.